One second, right. Right now, hear me? You hear me, mate? Everybody, today we got a uh, former UFC fighter, bare knuckle heavyweight champion. I mean, I've seen he's fought two guys in one night in bare knuckle. Mark Godbeer is in the house today. How you doing, Mark? I'm good, mate. I'm very good. Yeah, yourself, dude. Man, I was gonna tell you a lot of people. I was talking to people about bare knuckle. They didn't. Uh, they don't get to see a lot of like. Uh, uh, they just see what you see, like around here right now but you fought in an event where you did two guys you fought two guys in one night and that's just crazy and you want it and a lot of people just don't understand like how much involved in bare knuckle you've been yeah and not just two guys two um two good guys as well you know i fought uh mighty mo um i fought jack may first of all so jack may he's if anyone knows of fighting, he's a UFC vet, Bellator vet. He's also a glory kickboxing uh, fighter as well. He's like probably one of the best strikers in the world. I fought him first, beat him, and then I moved on and fought Mighty Mo in the um, in the finals. And, and again, if anyone knows anything about the striking game, Mighty Mo is probably one of the best strikers of all time. You know, so two guys one night. So yeah, I was I was I was happy with that. Good, good achievement. I mean, I was going to ask you, uh, like, uh, besides talking about, like, uh, what's next and everything, but, like, did you like fighting in it with not a cage or not a ring or not anything? Did you like that? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it, mate. Like, you know, you can't – thing is with the pit, there's there's nowhere to hide. You can't be leaning on the ropes and, you know, rope it open or covering up that, you, you know, you've got to engage all times. You can't really run away from anyone. Um, you can't hide, like I said, can't hide in the corners, can't hide in the ropes. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it. And, and it brought a bit of a, a bit of the, like, the street aspect towards it. You know, like the back, the Kimbo Slice backyard brawling, you know, it was sort of that sort of aspect it, it to it. So. Did you ever see that Van Damme movie Braveheart? Did you ever watch that movie? Yeah, yeah. That's what it that's kind of reminds me of. You know, like the guy's going to come out. And that's what it reminded me of right there. That's what it, you know, I was telling everybody when I, when I, they're bringing it back. Is that something you look – are you – because I don't know. Are you signed with BKFC or are you just kind of still not signed with anybody right now? No, I'm not signed with BKFC. So, um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I've, I've had my dealings with BKFC, but nothing sort of come of it. So, um, but uh, – I can't say too much, but um, I, I, there's there's rumours that Valor's back. So, oh, they are back. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think it's you know I can say that much that, that they are coming back hundred um, percent. There's shows in the making. I can't really say too much, you know, because obviously, um, just confidentiality issues and stuff. So, but they're they're definitely coming back. Valor are. Um, coming back and and it won't be long before you hear of new dates venues and valor too so yeah i'm happy i'm happy and to be honest 
Um, I think the bare knuckle world needs more organisations because at the moment, like there's one main front runner, and um, and they're just because there is only one front runner, they're basically just calling all the shots. You know, treating fighters how they want to treat them. Don't really care too much because. They know there's nowhere for other fighters to go. Um, I think as a fighter, we need to have three or four front-running organisations because that way I think these uh, promotions can just treat fighters how they want and know that if they don't put up with it, then there's nowhere for them to fight, you know? So um, I, f I think it's only good... Uh, to, to have more organisations, more competition in this sport. If we need this sport to expand, we need big shows that can compete with the likes of BKFC and stuff, you know. We've got BKB home here in the UK as well, BKBTM. Um, again, a front runner in the UK, and it's the same with those at the moment. They're, they're, they're sort of the only big show, and they're, they're, they're exactly the same. They treat the fighters how they want. And basically say if you don't like it, basically fuck off, you know. So um yeah, we we definitely need more organizations and I think people are gonna be surprised when there's there's a couple of organizations coming up through now that um it's gonna it's gonna start competing against each other, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And once it does, um you know that this is what it's, it's only going to be good for the fighters. It's going to give us bigger platforms to uh, to, to fight on. It's going to give, uh, hopefully, it's going to start bringing fighter pay up. Um, hopefully, yeah. uh, promotions can't treat fighters like they want. Um, that, you know, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes with us fighters. Um, and if anyone knows me, I'm very vocal about it. I don't. I'm not. I'm not one of these guys that get treated like shit and then keep my mouth shut. I, li I like to, if I get treated like shit, I, I like to think I'm a veteran in the in the fighting game now. So if I get treated like shit by promotion, I let people know that what, what they're doing behind the scenes because I don't want to see younger fighters coming through and having to deal with the same shit that I've dealt with, you know? And if that makes me a bad person, then so be it, you know? But I, I've always been true to my word and I've always been true to myself throughout my whole career, so... Yeah, are you part? Yeah. Of, are you are you part of the? Uh, are you you're about to bring some uh, your own uh, different kind of like bare knuckle over in England, aren't you? Yeah, we have. Yeah, um, we've 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 obviously we went quiet for a little bit. So I've teamed up with a guy called Christian Roberts. Um, he runs the traditional bare knuckle, which was the bare knuckle pit fighting, which was yeah. in the hay bales and stuff, which is that oh. if anyone knows the history of bare knuckle and stuff, that, that this is where it comes from. You know, the UK was where the, the, is, bare knuckle, you know, the pit fight in the hay bales, stuff like that. It, it's been in the UK for hundreds of years, um, hundreds yeah. of years. And um, so I've teamed up with him and I said, look, we need, do you want to, um, we, we both spoke uh, and we both basically said, let's start a ring company. So um, we're putting that into fruitation now. So we're, we're starting a new branch. It's called Spartan Wars Ring BKB. Um, we have gone quiet for a little bit, but there's there's a lot of reasons why. We're, um, we're just settling a few deals. Um, 
you know, new, we've got, I can tell you this much, we have got a new two TV deal in the process so that the, the, the show is going to be shown live on TV. Um, you know, so, um, and obviously with sponsors and stuff with the TV and stuff, we can start bringing in big name fighters and stuff like that and start competing with the front runners in the UK, which is our plan. And 100% that's our plan to give, to give yeah, fighters a bigger platform. And uh, to give fighters options, you know, if people ain't happy in one place, then they can come over to another, you know. Um, I, I believe fighter needs to be happy, you know. So if it, the more the more promotions we've got, the more competition we've got, like I said, it, it can only be better for the fighters and the expansion of the sport. Yeah, yeah, I talked to Christian a lot and everything, and that pit fighting, man, have you ever – do you go to any of those events like that, man? Because uh, I, I told him, I said, I got to get over <laughs> – that, that, that shit is – that's for real right there, man. Yeah, it's raw. It's raw. It's, it's like, you know, the, the, let's be honest. The, like, we've had the sort of, if we want if we want to bring this sport into the limelight, i.e., you know, we want to bring it into the television and, and televised events and live events and bring commissions into it, stuff like that, we, we've had to adjust it a little bit. We've had to bring the rules in, certain regulations, the rings and stuff, health and safety now. But, like, people forget that, like, traditional like this 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 sport come from hundreds of years you know they're, they're like, it's been massive in the uk we call it straighteners two people's got disagreement and what you do is you have two people's got disagreement you meet up in a fucking yard or a field and you have a mutual referee the referees mutual doesn't know either guy and you both scrap it out and you scrap it out like as soon as one guy calls quits or the other guy gets knocked out, you shake each other's hand afterwards. That's your agreement squashed, you know. Um, that's how we deal with things in the UK, you know. We haven't got the big, um, you know, we, we haven't got uh, the, the big gun um, the big gun backgrounds and stuff in the UK. We don't have, you know, we don't all walk around with guns and stuff and go around shooting people and that. We like to have good straighteners, you know. Someone pisses us off, we'll say, right, Let's get down the field. <laughs> let's have a scrap. Get the hay bales together and let's have a scrap. Hey, hey I'm from over here in the country. We used to, that's how we used to fight. And that was before YouTube. And we would we work, we had a bunch of hay and we'd do that. And then somebody was like, You ever seen in the hay bales? So I was like, What are y'all videoing us? And then I looked in the line, I was like, Holy fuck, they're they're this far. And I was like, That's it. Okay, I got you now. But no, yeah, is yes. there is there anybody like you want to fight like in your like at the heavyweight, like in bare knuckle? I mean Right now, I mean, there's all these different organizations, but, like, is there certain people that you would like to fight? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'll tell you a fight I would love. Um, I, I was originally, uh, when Spartan first come about, um, and, and don't get me wrong, I like this guy. We get on well. I've known him for years. I fought on Bellator with him and stuff like that. But I was originally lined up to fight LeVar Johnson, Um to, to defend my Valor title. So I don't know if that's, I don't know what's going on with Lavar and, and Valor. That's, um, I don't know, but, but like, hopefully that fight does come off one day. There's one fight, but one fight I would really love. Um, I really love, um, maybe my first title defense is Frank Mir. Hey, hey. Frank, Mir Frank Mir's boxing now, you know, so with Valor are uh, coming back. Obviously I am the heavyweight champion and I have got to defend my title so if Frank Mir wants to try bare knuckle uh, he can try and take my title off me if he likes um, like it's a, a 
bare knuckles different to MMA. There's no takedowns or jujitsu involved, so let's see what your hands are like, Frank. If you wanna, if you wanna, um, if you wanna trade, let's trade. <laughs> yeah, I'm hey, happy to be... trade with Frank Mir. Yeah, that, that would be, you know, that'd be a good one. And you know, the one thing I was shocked when Frank said he was gonna do bare knuckle because he was not known for his stand up. I'm like, man, what? Like, you know, like it shocked me. Yeah. Yeah, but and, and and at the same time, we're fighters, you know. We we like to test ourselves, and and with bare knuckle now coming about, um, it's quite a, for for me myself and for a lot of guys in the UK, bare knuckle is not a new sport. But like as far as um, as far as uh, a sport that's coming into the limelight, it is a new sport. You know, it's always been an underground sport in the UK, but it you know for the no disrespect for you American guys and stuff, you know, oh, the, the, the bare knuckle is a new up-and-coming sport oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and stuff it, like that, it, you know? They actually allowed it over there, over here. I mean, it's weird. Our, our country's weird as shit, you know. They, they'll let you do certain stuff, but they, they wouldn't let you fight bare knuckle for a minute. So, uh, but no, yeah, uh, dude, I, I was going to ask you when, uh, I, and I know you didn't get the contract and all that stuff. And I, why did they, uh, when you and, uh, they were trying to get you and Mick to fight in Birmingham, well, what happened with that on your side of the story? Because I know, Mate, I know. I'll, what I'll, I'll tell you exactly what happened. And do you know what, Mickey and his fucking dickhead manager putting up stuff like, "Oh yeah, like you know, I'm scared to fight." Like bullshit, mate. Anyone that knows me knows my career. Like I've, I've literally, I've jumped in with the best guys in the world for the last fifteen years. You really think I'm scared to fight Mickey Terrell? Like, come on, I would fucking fight Mickey Terrell at a drop of hat and. Bottom line is, is I don't want to say too much because I don't want to go burning my bridges because I don't know ever I don't ever know where my my future is going to go, you know. But let's oh, yeah. just say this: my in the UK, so in the UK we went into what you call a tier four lockdown, so the whole country shut down. No one was allowed in the UK, and no one was allowed out of the UK unless we had. Um, valid reasons, i.e., family members were dying or something like that, you know, or we had we, for work purposes. So, work if I could get out of the country, the only way I could get out of the country was but with a P1 visa. So, a P1 visa is basically anyone that fights in the UFC from the UK or, or anywhere over the, anywhere in the world or in the, in the United States side, we need a P1 visa to get out of the country. I asked for my P1 visa to be sorted. Yeah, no problem. Sent my passport. I've got, if anyone wants to dispute this, I've got all the messages, everything. I sent the boss man from BKFC. I sent him my passport. I sent him everything. And I was waiting, waiting. Kept asking him, who have I got then? Right, so this was the thing as well. I kind of knew I was going to fight Mickey Terrell, so there's no issue. I kind of knew it. It was never it was never set in stone, all right? But the last time, and then I messaged, and the last I heard from David Feldman was, I've got two or three options. I said, okay. One of them was like maybe Kleckler. One of them was uh, Mickey Terrell. But then Kleckler, I think, was matched up to fight Josh Burns, and then he pulled out like So, but... I'm still waiting for my P1 visa. Still waiting for it. I haven't got it. Three weeks before the fight, right? 
but by this time, I've been asking for a month, a whole month. I've been asking, where's my P1 visa? Who have I got? Can you send me my fight contract? Send me my fight contract, Dave. I, I've got no fight contract, no P1 visa, no paperwork, no nothing. Three weeks before the fight, three weeks before the fight, they released a poster, right? They released the fight without me. I, I swear on my four kids' lives, I never signed a contract, at all. I never had my P1 visa in place. I never had nothing. Like, it was different last time because how I'd done it last time, I got, unfortunately, I got coronavirus two weeks before, so I had to pull yeah. out. I was fucking gutted about that. But previously, before that, what I'd done with Tyler Goodjohn was I um, I basically, I'd done two weeks quarantining in Dubai because it was a low-risk country. And then once I spent two weeks there, then I could, that was a backdoor into America. And that's what we've done. And we've done that all off our own back as well. We paid for it ourselves, funded it ourselves. So I've done two weeks in Dubai, spent four weeks in Las Vegas training. Two weeks before my flight, I ended up with coronavirus and ended up with it really bad as well, you know? Um, so like, obviously I couldn't, I couldn't, I was coughing up fucking blood and ended up with double ammonia on my lungs. So I had to pull out of that fight. But the, the, the thing is, this fight with Terrell... Like, obviously, after this, I couldn't do what I'd done the first time. We weren't allowed to do the two-week quarantine in a different country because yeah. the UK had locked down the whole country. They stopped people. By this point, because we went into a high-risk, high-alert because of the coronavirus, they stopped, they shut all the borders. So there was no way whatsoever I could get out of the country unless I had a P1 visa. That was the only way out. And Dave, Dave knew this. Dave knew this. All of the um, team at BKFC knew this. They all knew this. I, and honestly, I've got the messages. I've even sent them all the links to show them how to, from, how to apply for a P1 visa. So basically, BKFC, they have to um, – BKFC, they have to file – their end for my P1 visa. They file for it. It costs $675. I even sent them the link. They file for it. Once they file for it, it probably costs a little bit more because you've got to fast track it, you know? Same as yeah, what UFC does, same as anything. They file for it. Once they file for my petition, then they send me all the paperwork. Once I get all my paperwork, then I go to the US Embassy in the UK and then I have an interview and then they stamp my visa and I get it in my post a week later. They've never done it. They released the fucking fight, and they've never done it. And that's why did they do that? I, I, I genuinely, I, I, this, this is my opinion. I think because anyone, like I said, anyone that knows me, I have got a voice. I'm not one of these guys that's going to take shit and keep my mouth shut like a lot of these other fighters do. You know, a lot of them are, a lot of them are getting paid fucking peanuts. You know, like. $1,000 a fight or $2,000 fight, which is peanuts in my eyes, especially when you've got four kids to feed, you know, and and because they're fighting for BKFC, they bend over backwards like, oh, yeah, I'm fighting for the best organization. Yeah, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. But that doesn't put food on my table. And because I got an opinion, I feel, I genuinely feel like that was done on purpose to try and make me look like shit. And they threw me under a bus. Honestly, just that's how I feel. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but that's how I fucking feel, mate. Yeah, but they're not supposed to announce it, you know, until there's a contract signed because they always say we can't announce who we fought until we have a contract. Mate, like I said, I'm trying not to burn my bridges because I never know, you know, oh, yeah. it, one day I might have to go back there and, you know, I, I want to fight. 
I want to fight the best guys in the world, and I generally do. So I'm trying not to burn bridges, but at the same time, I'm not allowing myself to look like a twat. You know what I mean? They like yeah, they've yeah. made me look like a twat. So I need like the people need to know what actually happened. Um, yeah, and like, mate, look 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 what we done last time. Me and Tyler Goodjohn last time. The shit I we did, went I through. Like I spent literally, honestly, I spent about six and a half thousand dollars of my money to get to that Sam Shoemaker fight. I took out loans. I had to get sponsors. I had to get like, I did, it cost me about six and a half thousand dollars of my own money to get to that fucking fight. Right? And then two weeks before I got coronavirus and, and I, I was fucking gutted, mate. Gutted. Gutted like, bad. Gutted I, I, awful. I, I, mate, God I was honestly, I was, I was, I was, I was hospitalized, um, and and the whole way through, like obviously, because Tyler, good John, also because we were sharing the same apartment, he ended up contracting coronavirus as well. Yeah. But he wasn't as bad as me, and 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 I was saying to Tyler, look, I'll be alright. I've got two weeks. I'll be alright. I'll fight. I'll fight. I'll be alright. I'll be alright. And I think it was at one point he walked in the bathroom and seen all the blood in the sink where I was literally coughing up blood and stuff. Yeah. And then that's when Tyler got hold of my management and that said, look, you need to have a word with my get him to go to the hospital he's fucking bad and um with that my manager scott and uh um scott and uh <coughs> sorry scott finally rung me and was just like said mark look you need to go to the hospital like that and and fair play to christine ferrera as well she she like she looked after me she took me to the hospital took me to all the best places and she's like once i got into the hospital they uh, they put me on a drip um pumped me for loads of drugs and then got all my chest x-rayed and everything and they come back and they just said look you've got double ammonia on your lungs and then literally as soon as they told me that i was straight on the phone to david feldman and i was like listen mate i'm not gonna fight like, i can't you know, I, I, I'll, I'll fight with broken hands, I'll fight with broken nose, I'll fight with broken feet, which I have done. But, like, you know, I can't fight without my lungs. And then, yeah. literally, it took me four months before I could even get back into the gym after I had coronavirus. I couldn't even walk up and down the stairs without being out of breath. It, like, yeah, it fucked me up. I didn't even think the thing was real, neither, you know. That was the worst thing about it. <laughs> it, it do you think, like, uh, when... You know, Good John, he had it too, and he he fought, yeah. and he was. Yeah. I mean, he and and they don't give him credit. I think a lot of people. I don't understand why they didn't. They're talking about it. You know, he's fighting Palomino now, and they're like, they're he's sending a lot like a lamb to the lion's den. No, I, don't, I don't think I don't think people understand. Good John's really good. He's technical, and he was just coming off of the coronavirus, and everybody knows no matter what, you're probably not one hundred percent. Not just that as well. What people don't realize is. Like, how like we 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 left with no like I started my camp and and fair play to um Joe Elmore I went down with his guys for a while um those guys really looked after me for a few weeks and stuff and then um I think Joey had he had to go on a road trip somewhere or something like that so I didn't want to be sort of left on my own to my own devices so I I headed out to Vegas and then Christine Ferreira helped me out with camps and stuff like that so. Props to those two guys for helping me out. But at the same time, what people don't realise is we had no 
camp set in stone. It was all like sort of made as we went, you know. There was no we had we didn't have our original sparring partners. We didn't have our original coaches. We didn't have our team around us. Um, I, I don't mean that offensively to Joey and Christine because you know they honestly I take my hat off to those two. They really helped us out. Um, but like as a whole, you know, when you build a bond with your team and uh, this was all new to us, so. You know, living out of hotels in Vegas and shit like that, you know, and and uh, yeah. going to one gym one day, not knowing no one and sparring, don't know who you're sparring, what to do. And um, like it was probably a fucking horrible camp. Like, like not, not, you know, if, if we were there and got to know everyone, and like, but like mentally, it was, it wasn't a very nice um, situation. But I think, this is what people don't understand is, you know, what we, what we were still willing to do to fight. This is another thing as well. Like Tyler Goodjohn now, right? BKFC, I've got to say this, they promised, uh, they, they promised to sort out his P1 visa. If they sort out his P1 visa, he could fly out to the fucking US three days before the fight and fight, right? And he could take his coaches with him. I've got to say this, right? But, do you know, he's in Puerto Rico now on his own doing a two-weeks quarantine on his fucking own with no coaches, no nothing because BKFC still didn't sort his P1 visa. And he's fighting what? for the championship, man. And he's fighting and for he's the fighting. championship. It's almost like, honestly, right, it's almost like... Uh, and, uh, I, I love the American guys, don't get so don't I'll, take this I'll the wrong it. way. It's but it's like, almost you know, like they don't yeah. want us, they don't want us Brits near those fucking titles, right? And they no. are doing everything they can to try and fuck everything up for us and mess with our heads so we don't get to those titles, you know? Well, so, you know, that's what they did with you and Mick. I mean, the only reason they put you and Mick together trying to put you together is because they didn't want y'all to fight for the title. Because yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I honestly, I mean I'll say it, I'm the black sheep of the whole thing. I mean, you can look. Like, if they're doing that the good job, man, that's, you, you're supposed to be – I mean, Palomino's down there training with all these UFC guys. He's doing all that stuff. But to do that, that's crazy as fuck. Yeah, and, and they're fucking well, – right, they turned up. They paid for this room in this fucking hotel and shit. Honestly, he's sending me pictures of, like, this and, – and it is the biggest fucking shithole, like, you could think of. The biggest shithole you can think of, right? So people need to realise, whether you're American or fucking British or whatever, exactly what Tyler John, good John, is going through right now, and he's still willing to walk right into Miami, where he ain't liked. He's walking right into the lion's den, which is Palomino's backyard, on his own, with no coaches, no fucking no one, on his own to fight a fucking monster in his own backyard where he's where he, where he's had death threats, people threatening to kill him, threatening to do everything. And that good John is walking right in there after two weeks quarantining on his own to fight him. I take my hat off to him because I'll tell you what, there ain't many fucking guys that would do that. There ain't well, many guys does. whatsoever that would do that. And I, well, I bet, like... Yeah, like, I, like it, it, it winds me up a little bit, mate. Do you know what I mean? Because like, I am no, good I friends with Tyler, that. you know. Like, Did his coaches will they be able to show up though for the fight, or nobody's showing up? But they won't. No, have because it. because BKFC didn't sort no P one visas out. That the, the coach. This is why he's got no coaches because they had to take two weeks out away from the gym in order to corner him. 
But like, the, the, or what they understand is most coaches and stuff, they've got other fighters they've got to look after. They've got other people they've got to look after. Yeah. But like, they're, they're, like, they can't just drop everyone. So rather than Tyler pull out of this fight, which to be honest with you, at this stage, I would have probably just said, fuck me, KFC, fuck you, which is pretty much what I have done. Um, like, he hasn't. Tyler Goodjohn has actually turned around and said, do you know what? I'm not going to let these guys fucking get in my head. I'm not going to let these guys beat me. I'm going to do two weeks quarantine on my own. I'm going to train my ass off on my own. I'm going to walk into Palomino's backyard and I'm going to turn up the proper Tyler Goodjohn this time. And I'll tell you what, if Palomino takes him lightly, don't go off his last performance. Do not go off that last performance. Trust me, you're in with a fucking beast. And this, I know how hard he's been training. Since all that negative shit he's had against him, was said against him because of his last performance and stuff like that, it's clicked in his head. And I'm, I think you're going to see a different Tyler Goodjohn. And I definitely think um, Palomino's going to be in for a, a shock. He's going to be in for a scrap. It's going to be a good scrap, don't get me wrong, because Palomino's a fucking beast as well. But he's not going to walk through Tyler Goodjohn. There's going to be a war, and, and they're going to come out. Both of those men are going to come out with battle scars. Definitely. Well, well, Palomino, I think, kind of overlooking him a little bit. And, and um, Goodjohn's got that jab, man. If everybody watches it, he's quick, his head movement. I mean, he's not, he's not, he's got enough ring to move around that, uh, Palomino's going to have to hit him, you know, and, and that could gas Palomino because Palomino's kind of bulked up a little bit. But uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Like, I, and, and like I said, you know, I take my after both of them. They're both warriors. You know, I'm a fan of both guys, Tyler and Palomino. I'm a fan of both guys. You know, there's there's no bad blood with me. But I've, I haven't really spoken to Palomino. I don't really know him. I just know him through his fighting. I know he's a, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a good fighter. He's a tough guy. But I also know... I know the I know the true Tyler as well, so I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good fight. So um, I just wanted to put that story across because I want I want sort of the American audience to know what us British guys are going through to get to the US to fight, you know, and the shit that we've sort of had to put up with, um, like, and we're still here. We're still willing to fight. We're still willing to do it, you know. So. Um, I think my, I think I've probably burnt my bridges BKFC because, as I said, I, I'd speak my mind. But everything I say is the truth, you know. So if if uh, if if who do you want to fight over? If talking the Everybody. truth burns bridges with people, then you know that's their issue, not mine. Anybody in the BKFC you want to fight? Like uh, like they had? I mean, I any one of, of their heavyweights. I don't care. I'll fight any one of their heavyweights. Fight any one of them, any one of their heavyweights. Don't bother me. I'm a, I'm a fighter. If I get paid to fight, someone said if they send me a contract and they say, uh, "Oh yeah, yeah, we want you to fight this guy," I don't turn around and say, "Look, I'd rather have a couple of uh, you know fights to warm myself into it first. Ah, fuck that, mate. I get paid to fight. You know, like if, like if I sign with an organization and they're paying me to fight, I fight who they put in front of me. So. I'm not bothered. I find any any anyone in in the BKFC. I don't see any of them being a problem for me. I really don't. And I think the people that's running it as well. I think they pretty much think the same as well as well. How I how I think. I think that's why they've made things so difficult for me. You know. Yeah, but it's I just shame really that fight didn't come off with Sam Shoemaker because I I genuinely believe 
I'd be there now fighting Beltran. If that fight happened, I'd be fighting Beltran. I've already, I was already signed up to fight Beltran twice. Yeah, like signed the contract and it was signed, and then coronavirus kicked in and fucking blew it out of the water. You know, so you know, uh, so uh, so you're you're still you're not signed with anybody. I was gonna tell you so you. Before I don't want to take too much time, but uh, like I was gonna tell you, you know, uh, Dada Five K, he's looking to fight one more time in bare knuckle. That's a big name. There you go. He, well, he Dada, that's a, if Dada wants to fight, he, I'll fight him, no problem whatsoever. I, he'll get hurt. I, he's gonna. He told us uh, the other night. He said that he was. He's gonna. He's gonna be in shape, and he wants to probably by the end of the year. And he's looking for big yeah, names. Long as he don't. Long as he don't have a heart attack on me afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell him. I'll tell him because I tell him I was gonna. I was like, when when it just popped in my head, you're a free agent. I was like, that'd be a hell of that'd be that. There you go, right there. But no, man. Uh, but I wanted to. I knew. I knew what they did on your side, but I didn't know the good job stuff. People need to be giving some yeah. good job some respect because I mean, he's, I he's paying. I'm the voice for Tyler here because you got to understand Tyler's not in the position at the moment. He's fighting in a couple of weeks. He's not in a position where he can fucking tell people what he's going through, what they're doing to him against stuff like that. Because um, obviously, you know, he, he don't want that in his head at the moment. His his goal now is just to get there and fight. Hey, but like people, you. the American people just need to know, you know, oh, what, yeah. regardless of whether he's British, whether you like him or not, like just what he's going through as a fighter. If you're a fighting fan. Like just Anything. appreciate Anything. what he's doing to get there now. Like again, because of BKFC not sorting out our proper visas to get there and shit. So how we've had to do it, you know? So it's disgusting. Six hundred and seventy five dollars for a fucking P one visa. And I've sent them the links. I've even done all my homework for them and sent them all the links and everything, telling them how to do anything. And it's like it's like they're perp honestly, I swear to you, it's like they're purposely just trying to mind fuck us before we get in that ring, you know? Like, you saw what they did, yeah. right? I, you know that police get, you know how they have the BKFC belt, but then they got the police gazette belt, you know, the police gazette one? Yeah. You know, uh, you yeah. know, Dad, you know, he wanted more money and they told him they were going to pay him and they stripped him of the 135 title the other day. He yeah. He's still the champion of the gazette, right? The gazette's not part of the BKFC. No, it's so a separate organization, yeah. So, like, so if I'm well, I was just going to ask you if you were that, would it make sense for you to take the Gazette belt somewhere else, get paid more money somewhere yeah. else, and be that, and then that's, that's the, like I said, Valor is starting back up. That give Valor a massive message. I personally fought for those guys, and genuinely one of the best organizations to, for treating how fighter wise. How they treat you and how, the respect you get off of them, probably one of the best organizations I've fought for in that respect. So, that you've got your police diamond gazette belt, maybe give them a fucking ring, take the belt with you. You own that belt, that, that's that, that, that belt that is a, them off. That, that's a separate, <laughs> um, yeah, that belt is a separate, um, uh, what's the right word, separate, uh, sanctioning body for the BKFC. So, when after all that. That's what yeah. I said. I sent him a message. I said, take that belt somewhere else, Dad. Because Dad's oh, I'm coming on. I sent him a message. I sent him one straight away. Valor, Valor, Valor. He's coming on. <laughs> he's coming on Tuesday night. And I sent him a message. I said, you got that belt. Use that belt now. Because if you take that belt, 
that's going to whatever you take it to is going to make that company. They got the champion of that belt, you know, and he didn't lose the belt. They took the other belt from him. So I was thinking, I was thinking as well, like, so with the police gazette belt, if a heavyweight champion holds it, yeah, and if they hold it and then another heavyweight champion, so just say, for example, I was ranked number one on the police gazette contender list, right? I was world ranked number one. Right, and at the time I wasn't even with BKFC. I've probably dropped out of the rankings now because I haven't fought for a year and a half, like because of all this coronavirus shit and stuff. So let's just say, for example, say Valor did start back up, or when they start back up, I fight for Valor, and I end up defending my title. That's going to put me straight back into world rank number one spot, right? So if I want to fight for that, please Diamond Gazette belt. If it's not sanctioned, um, if it's a separate sanctioning body and it's not tied to BKFC, if I want to fight for it and I'm ranked number one, if that person, how does it work? Has, 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 that, has that, if that person doesn't come to me, does he get stripped or have I got to go to him? I, like, how are they, this is what I was thinking with the police gazette, how are they going to, how are they going to be, how are they going to be a, a, a separate sanctioning body? That's not tied to any organizations if none of the other organizations allow you to fight for the belt that yeah like if he's you know, now, what happens now, the if, people get stripped of the belt does it you know this, this, this is why I said once all these new organizations do eventually start kicking in no, like, no, you know there's, there's things that's gonna have to be put in place because yeah, a lot of these promoters and stuff ain't gonna allow their fighters to cro cross uh, cross promote you know so if yeah, that police gazette, that's what I'm saying. If the police gazette, if it like say it for instance, they don't let that take it somewhere else, then that belt's not worth anything anymore. It's just the uh, second belt to the BKFC. So if it's really yeah. the most ancient belt, that because I was thinking if I'm a champion in the BKFC, I'm looking at Dave right now and saying, "Hey man, pay me more money, or I'm just going to take yeah. my gazette." <laughs> Do you know what the biggest joke is? Right? Do you know what the biggest joke is for us fighters? Is like, I, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, right? That, 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 that I, I, can I ain't going to say figures and that, but I can pretty much guarantee you, I, I probably know roughly what sort of that was asking for, right? And it wouldn't have been stupid. It would have just been enough to cover his fucking cost of being a full-time fighter and not having to have to fucking work, you know? Yeah. Why does a few thousand dollars allow you to cut a fighter like him when you're bragging all over social media that you're paying a fucking Instagram model that just lost her debut to, in my respect, not of too good of an opponent, Right? That she gets trying to get away, man. Trying to get away, okay. Page Ramsan, like even BKFC put up post four thousand dollars, four thousand K contract, blah 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 blah. How do you think that makes us real fighters feel when we we go in there and we fucking scrap like fuck? We like, and then and we ask for like a couple of grand pay rise and they cut us. You know what I mean? That's the type of shit you're dealing with. I think yeah. it's a big kick in the bollocks, and I think it's turning into a circus freak show. You know oh, what I mean? I mean, let me tell you this. I'm going to say this right here, and I, I've said it to people. If you look at it, 
the right now they're pushing girls that look decent. That's what they're, they're that's what they're pushing. They even in talks with the professional. Uh, the, yeah, they're, they're pushing make- models. They're pushing models. The only problem is after a couple of fucking bare knuckle fights, they ain't gonna be models anymore, are they? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? And this is the thing. This is what he's trying to do. Like he he pushed Paige Vazan. They only had five thousand pay per view buys when they paid her like four hundred thousand. Do the math. Yeah. There's not. That's the. It's going backwards, not forward. That's what he. I know what he's trying to do. He was trying to basically build it up quick, and he was trying to get Shaq and all of them involved. But they're not going to get involved when your pay per views are only five thousand. Yeah. But what I kind of why? Yeah. Yeah, why are they buying in stars? Why don't they build their own? Well, they are to a certain degree. Let's, yeah, I can't, can't really say that, but like, I, I don't know. I just don't, like I said, I've, I've dealt with the, you know, the office side of things, and I just don't get how half of it's done. Some, of, it's so ass, some of it is so ass backwards. Um, it's unreal, you know. Um, but I was like, like I said, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll fight for them. Of course I will. I ain't going to turn down fights because I want to be the best in the world and I will fight the best guys in the world. But I'm not prepared to be um, treated like a fucking piece of shit, you know? When do you want to I'd rather not fight. I think last thing on you right here. When, when do you want to fight? When's your next fight, do you hope? When do you think you're going to fight again? Like the next time? Yeah, when, yeah, when, yeah. when do you want to fight, you hope? I sort of already know, but... Uh, I already know, but I can't really say too much. Okay, how much is it, is it in the next few months, though? Is is it? Yeah, not, it's not. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's just say September time. So you got you just wait until Frank Mir signs the contract. Just wait. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, look. I'll be on. I, just watch. Frank Mir does those little videos I, all the time. I reckon. Frank, hopefully, he's watching. Sign a contract. Oh, I'm gonna send it to it. Look. Don't worry. I'm gonna be tagging him. I'm gonna say Frank. Frank, come yeah. here. Frank. I'm gonna tag him constantly. Frank, come here. This is your nightmare. Here you go. Here's yeah. your retirement party. You but wanna, uh, you know what I mean? You wanna you wanna try brown knuckle, Frank? Come over and play. Yeah. Yeah. He will try it. He'll, he'll, and then he'll go, I'm gonna retire. But hell, hell, I mean, I don't, I don't think know. Frank will want it. I don't think Frank will wanna fight me bare knuckle. Well, no, Frank's have you seen Frank lately? I mean, he might be what BKFC wants with his boobs now, all the weight he's gained, you know. He's got them big boobs now. Frank's got them big girl boobs now. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, hey, BKFC, you're signing now. Listen, lockdown has done us too good, Mike. Everybody's got to hide them up. That's what they do, dude. I'm serious. You heard what Paige this said. They come for the boobs. They leave for the whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, if my daughter ever said that, even though I like to watch stuff like that, I – I'd look at my daughters right now and I say, if you ever put me in that situation where I have to applaud you for talking about your boobs. No. Yeah. But anyway, you got any shout outs or anything you want to give or anything before you go? Um at the moment, no. Um yeah, so hang on, we've got so I got sent a load of stuff the other day from Governor Nutrition in the UK. Um, they sent me a lot of stuff and stuff, so I'm going to give them a shout. And I have I have been trying all their stuff as well, so it's really good. So if you're looking for supplements and stuff in the UK, try Governor Nutrition. Haven't really got many sport. Um, um, haven't really got many uh, sponsors at the moment. So um, our Fusion CBD, they sponsored me for my last fight that was uh, fell through. So um, did you I'm, drink I'm their about, water? Is their water? Yeah, good? yeah, it's good. All, all their products are very good. 
Because, yeah. So, but I'm a man of my word. I told them as soon as my next fight, I will carry uh, my sponsorship through with them. So, I could give them a shout out. Um, and uh, check out, keep an eye out for Spartan Wars Ringed BKB because uh, oh, yeah. things are going to happen. Yeah. I, I, we have a bunch of this. I get the Spartan people on here all the time, dude. I love that stuff, yeah. man. That's what I tell them. I tell them I'm the. I, I'm just the black sheep over here that pays attention to everything, I guess. I love that shit over there, man. But anyway, yeah. man, hey, man, thanks for coming on and just let us know when you fight because we'll be watching for sure, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. So September sort of time. So, uh, uh, like man, I said, I can say this much there's, the, the, there's a promotion starting back up. <laughs> I might yeah, be a heavyweight, hey, heavyweight champion and I might be fighting in September. So, we'll yeah. see. You got to come out like the Van Damme movie and and the Lionheart, man. That's got that vibe. I don't care what anybody says. I I, I can't wait to think. I'm going to be at one of those events. They're badass. Uh, like, yeah, the, the crowd was awesome in North Dakota as well. So, yeah, uh, no, no, it, yeah. do you know what? Yeah, just, just quickly, it was so funny because we got there. I'm like, there was this Four Bears Casino in the middle of nowhere. So, we're in the middle of nowhere. Like, when we got there, I was like, Fucking hell, there's gonna be no one here. No one's gonna watch. And what like we're in the, literally in the middle of nowhere. And then the night of the That's fight, right. just like thousands of people just like flocked in from everywhere, you know what I mean? Like with all their like lumberjack shirts on and they're ready to go. And their and their and their jeans and their fucking boots and shit. Like I mean they just all rocked yeah. in everywhere. And, uh, well, and it, I was just like, Where the fuck's all these people come from? Like, you know, and, uh, I do something up here in Alabama where it's sanctioned and they had it in the middle of nowhere like that, it would be packed like that. That's what people don't have anything to do. They love to see crazy yeah. shit like that, especially when they don't gotta go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious, man. That's anyway, yeah. Yeah, man. But thanks for coming on, man. No worries, dude. No worries. Yes. Yeah, so. Awesome, man. I can't, okay. can't wait. All right. Thanks so much, man. Cheers, dude. Thank you. Awesome, 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 awesome. But yeah, man, we had Mark on right there, man. That was awesome, man. He's got a lot of big shit coming. Uh, he's going to be, it's going to be happening uh, soon. In September, and uh, it's going to be a promotion that's starting back up. He's the heavyweight champion of that promotion. You, you got to check out it. Check out – he didn't say it, but check out Valor uh, Bare Knuckle, uh, Ken Shamrock's organization. It's got some badass shit going on. Check that out. Hey, and listen, so Tuesday, man, we're, we're – Hooligan Nation, that's that's what we've been calling it. We're bringing on we – we got a new uh, Hibbilly Nation that's going to be coming on, and they're going to bring in some fire with Josh Cole. And Brad, I don't know if he wants to call himself ass or whatever, but we got them checking out Tuesday. And we have that. Yes, uh, the uh, 135 Police Gazette champion will be on the show. And I think we got a few other crazy shit going on. I, I was supposed to have a professional uh, dwarf wrestler joining the show, but I don't know if that's for sure. He said he was, but I haven't heard back, confirmed it. But anyways, uh, peace.